Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. There are 20 fires burning in Siskiyou County after a series of lightning strikes on Monday evening. As Jefferson Public Radio's Jane Vaughn reports, the largest is the Head Fire, which is estimated to have burned about 3,500 acres so far. The fires are affecting both the Klamath National Forest as well as private land just south of the Oregon border. Many of the fires are quite small, only a tenth of an acre, and have been contained. The largest is the Head Fire. Rachel Smith is the supervisor with the Klamath National Forest. She says they expect the number of fires will grow. We are anticipating continuing to see new starts um, in the next couple of days, at least through Saturday. And in terms of weather, it continues to be extremely hot and extremely dry. We have red flag warnings across the North State, so definitely a a high concern. Evacuation shelters have been set up for both people and animals who have been displaced by the head fire. More information can be found from the Siskiyou County Sheriff's Office and Siskiyou County Office of Emergency Services. For the California Report, I'm Jane Vaughn in Siskiyou County. Southern California's Hawaiian community is leading local fundraising efforts for Maui after its deadly wildfires. LAist reporter Josie Wong has more. L.A. college student Dominique Turner is from Maui and has been hearing about the devastation at home. Her dad's a hotel cook in Lahaina, but now spends his days delivering food to rescue workers. Turner says the hotel where he works is preparing rooms for those in need of shelter. It would help if tourists didn't go there at the moment just because Maui is grieving and needs time to heal. Turner is asking people to donate money instead. Ululani's Hawaiian Shea Ice in L.A., where she works, is raising funds to help its employees at its locations in Maui. Meanwhile, in Torrance, another business has been collecting camping gear and water and hygiene products. Donations have flooded the patio of Auntie Miley's Hawaiian restaurant. Kai Sukiyama is the owner. There are literally strangers that are here literally helping sort all the donations. Sukiyama says they've collected so many items, he's had to store them in five storage units while he finds a way to get everything to Maui. For the California Report, I'm Josie Huang in Los Angeles. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice, fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis from KQED Podcasts comes on our watch season two, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Kids across California are returning to school, but not all students are equally prepared. A study found that in Sonoma County, only 22% of children are ready for kindergarten when they start. And children of Latino, Black, and Native American descent were less prepared than other racial groups. KQED's Amanda Stupai brings us this story of a program trying to bridge the school readiness gap. We're at a neighborhood park in Santa Rosa, celebrating the graduates of Primero Pasitos. Teachers hand out diplomas and goodie bags as students, all under the age of two, walk up to get their diplomas. Pasitos involves parents and their kids in weekly classes and play sessions geared at getting them ready for kindergarten. And kids who are better prepared for kindergarten are generally more successful throughout elementary school. The nonprofit Community Action Partnership started Pasitos in 2006 to help support Sonoma County's Latinx community. The program is taught in Spanish, and the kids graduating today are the program's youngest participants. But children up to four years old can enroll. For some of them, this is their very first time they're attending a playgroup or any social setting. That's Ingrid Arceo, program coordinator for Pasitos. We have a uh, preschool routine, so kids come in, they have free play um, at the beginning of their class, and then they gather for a circle with the teacher where they sing and read books. Uh, They talk about different themes every week. Most of the kids here don't attend childcare or preschool. California's expansion of transitional kindergarten will help close the school readiness gap. But kids don't start until they are four years old. Their little minds are like sponges. And so it is important to get kids help as early as possible so that they can make as much progress as possible. That's Amy Wesley with the Association of Regional Center Agencies. Regional centers offer evaluations and services to kids under the age of three who are at risk of having developmental or intellectual disabilities. Westling says parents who have access to childcare or preschool have an advantage when it comes to identifying issues with their kids. When you see children who are about the same age as your child doing things that your child hasn't done, it sometimes triggers families to think through um, perhaps there could be a challenge that their child needs some additional support with. I knew that it wasn't normal for a two-year-old to have no words. Samantha Caranza is a stay-at-home mom. She and her husband calculated the cost of childcare, and it didn't make financial sense for her to return to work. When I brought it up to his pediatrician, she said, well, it's the middle of the pandemic, and he's a boy. Boys talk a lot later. Um, in a way, um, dismissing me. But at the time, it was kind of what I wanted to hear. Caranza is here today for her daughter. She said that had she participated in Pasitos with her son, she would have sought help for her speech delay earlier because the program taught her about developmental timelines. I didn't really know how serious it is to really make sure that your children are hitting um, certain milestones. I think a lot of us, we, we don't know. Arceo, the program coordinator, says that Pasitos assesses kids halfway through the program and connects families with help if needed. Even a small program like this, when we come for a few hours a week, it's made a huge difference in my children. For the California Report, I'm Amanda Stupai.
This story was produced with support from the USC Annenberg Center for Health Journalism. And that's the California Report for Thursday, August 17th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple. In stores or delivered from HintWater.com. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.